0: Hello! Um, okay, so I'm recording this little intro in my closet because this is kind of an emergency podcast. I kind of decided to do it last minute. I didn't have it planned because last night was the 72nd Academy Awards. Also, notice the Oscars. I can't, ugh, when I get uncomfortable, I just sing and it's weird. So, back to the point, I didn't have a podcast planned, but I think this was a really eventful and important Oscars. And this is a movie podcast, so I figured I should unpack a few things with my professional movie partner, Joe, a.k.a. my brother. So I did a quick phone interview with him, which turned out to be a lot longer than I wanted it to be, but it turned out for the better because I had to discuss some things. And I just wanted to get his thoughts about the, quote, most important night in film, unquote. So without further ado, I'll get right into it. Thanks again to my brother Joe, and thanks to anyone listening to this for putting up with my little passion project of this podcast. Without further ado, here is our Oscar review of the 2019 2020 Oscars. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey, how are you?
1: I'm good. How's it going?
0: Good. I'm so excited that you're here to talk to me.
1: I know. So am I. I'm really excited. I can't wait.
0: Okay. Um, so to get started a little bit, what are we reviewing, Joe?
1: <laughs> uh, it looks like we're reviewing the Oscars from last night. Which
0: Did you watch it? The
1: 2020
0: Oscars. Yeah. On and off. On and
1: off. I got a, a bunch of it. Yeah, I got highlights. Uh, and I rewatched some stuff, so I'm pretty caught up.
0: Okay. Perfect. So, I just kind of wanted to start off with, like, your first memory of the Oscars, what that means to you as, like, a film nerd person. So, go ahead. Go for it.
1: Awesome. So, my first memory is, uh, I remember watching Million Dollar Baby, oh. I lived in Brazil. Great movie. Um, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it with my dad, and it was different. It was different from most movies that I watched. And then it won Best Picture, and it just kind of made me aware that maybe there's something more to movies in regards to quality than what you normally watch, and that's when I became curious about movies and sort of like the impact that they could have as far as like statements that they make and, you know, um, just things of that nature really kind of opened my eyes, but it's pretty cool to be honest.
0: Aw, yeah, that's a really I feel like that is a great movie to show people to get them interested in film.
1: I would agree, definitely. Yeah.
0: Was it two thousand three? It was early on, right?
1: Yeah, it was. I really got into it um when it was like Inception and the Social Network and the King's
0: Beach. Yeah.
1: Like that one. I can't remember exactly what year that was.
0: That was two thousand and
1: ten. Um, two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I was, like, just nerding out watching, like, the roundtables with the nominees and just, like, really getting into it because I liked all the movies and, I don't know, it was really compelling for me.
0: Aww, that's awesome you say that, actually, because I was going to mention the first time I have my recollection of the Oscars. And that was in 2008 with Slumdog Millionaire cuz I remember that's kind of like when you started getting into movies and you and me and yeah. mom would sit down and we'd like judge everything that was going on. So mm-hmm. yeah, those are like very early fond memories of like you me and mom sitting down and watching the Oscars and debating about things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That was a, that was a good year too. I really Yeah, that's um, a fantastic that movie. Year. Yeah uh really
0: yeah um so uh moving on a little bit did you do predictions this year or not really
1: um so i, I thought 1917 was going to win pretty much all the like the editing and visual effects and all that
0: yeah i was convinced uh, it was going to win best picture
1: i thought it was going to win best picture too yeah um uh, it didn't but i do think I mean, the fact that Parasite won so much was really awesome and inspiring. Yeah. So, I'm oh. totally okay with
0: it. Yeah, for sure. We'll get into that a little bit. And I'm really glad you brought that up because I have a lot to unpack. We're going to do that. Let's put a pin in it because that's a really important point. Um. So, what did you think overall? I feel like the Oscars this year, it made me kind of sad because it, 2019 was a fantastic year for movies so good but it was a terrible show like the oscars themselves was so boring yesterday
1: uh well i i thought it was great personally um i don't know it 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 was interesting for me because there were a lot of narratives that were kind of happening right like brad pitt won an oscar finally yeah no this is his second Oscar. oscar Oh, did he, did he win another one? Yeah, really? he won
0: Best Supporting for 12 Years a Slave.
1: Are you sure? Yes. Oh, well, I know he he won as a producer.
0: Oh, sure. maybe, maybe that's what it was. Let me look it up yeah. while while you keep talking.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think he won that as a producer because it won Best Picture and the producer won the Oscar. But this is his oh. first one as an actor. And so, or as far as I know, you know, um.
0: Wait, you're a hundred percent right. I'm so sorry. I doubted you. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, it's
1: all good. It's all good. You're smarter than me uh, when it comes to this stuff. But no, no, no. no. Little thing, but uh, mm-hmm. just him winning his first acting Oscar. Um, you know, Laura Dern winning her first Oscar. Of mm-hmm. um, you know, a four language film winning. Uh, all that and, and Bong Bong Ho Chun. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was just awesome. It's, yeah. Had some other stuff. Oh, yeah, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix winning.
0: Yeah. That
1: was so awesome. I don't uh. know. I really liked it. I just, there were a lot of things that really intrigued me about it.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know about, like, the setup of it and how it was structured and all that.
0: Yeah. But as
1: far as, like, the people that won and the, the speeches, mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it
0: was... It was interesting to me. My point is, I guess, saying this is I didn't understand why there were so many musical performances. It was a lot to get through to get to these exciting moments that are so significant. And I felt like they were kind of made to seem duller because they Mm -hmm. weren't given this great lead up, you know, Um, in terms of like they're not being a host. Right. I feel like it was really awkward transitioning because I sat down and watched like the whole three and a half hours with commercials and it was really hard to get through but when you got to those moments it was like worth it you know
1: yeah definitely um I, I want to talk about that like the the musical stuff but you know if, if you want to talk about that later no can talk about that
0: later. perfect go off because I hated it <laughs>
1: Okay, what do you think about um, Eminem doing Lose Yourself?
0: I thought it was honestly a complete waste of time. I don't think oh, okay. it, it contributed anything. So I don't know if you know this, but in 2002, 2003, when the song actually won, Best Song, he didn't even go and was like majorly protesting. He didn't accept the Oscar and didn't perform. Wow. Yeah, That's so it's kind of weird to me that he would all of a sudden in 2019 come back to do that song that has nothing to do with anything, you know what I mean?
1: Hmm, maybe that's a reflection of, like, how he feels about his impact right now.
0: Yeah, like, maybe. he
1: doesn't have any as much impact, and he wants more impact, so he's doing, like, things like this to kind of get attention. I don't mm-hmm.
2: know.
0: I think, but, though, honestly... The reason I probably didn't like it is because when you're watching it live, it was palpably awkward because I think he was, he was not performing for the correct audience, you know?
1: yeah, I I mean, yeah.
0: Like, I'm sorry, Eminem can't, like, hardcore rap in front of Adina Menzel, like, that's not entertaining to watch, in my opinion. It's just, like, a little uncomfortable,
1: but, I mean, if you liked it, like, go for it. I did like it, um. But I totally understand your point, mm-hmm. and I think that's a very valid point. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I I liked it just because I'm an Eminem fan, and I think it just kind of like it was a little bit different and unexpected. And I think it kind of like kept my attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it could have been done definitely more smoothly, and I. understand, you know, your, your standpoint
0: on that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a matter of opinion and taste. And I think I also was in the mindset where I was halfway through this, this like me sitting down for, it's like two hours in, and I'm sitting through all the awards that no one really cares about. You know, they're important to some people, but you know, when you want to just see who gets best picture and stuff, you don't really want to sit through Eminem like, rapping but that's just my personal opinion um
1: are you saying like like the visual effects people and stuff like that uh
0: i thought they did a really bad job too actually that that wasn't my point but now that you bring that up the production design for the oscars i feel like has gone downhill so much
1: yeah well i'm saying like like zoom's kind of awards though oh sound editing and like just generally like those kind of things
0: I think those are super important for people in the industry, but since we're a little bit removed from it, obviously I care a lot about uh, Best Cinematographer, Best Original Screenplay, all these awards, oh, sorry, that most people probably wouldn't care about. We obviously do a little bit just because we're more focused in this world, but I don't know, I just didn't, I'd rather have more awards than more musical performances, if that makes
2: sense.
1: Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. I just, I like those, those kind of awards that, you know, most people might not care about as much. Yeah. Because for me, the coolest thing is, like, those people getting their Oscars mm-hmm. and not being c- celebrities or superstars, and, like, their speeches are so much more meaningful, I feel like.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they they kind of represent, like, the everyday kind of person, mm-hmm.
2: you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And so, uh, I don't know. I think it's really cool when they win their work.
0: No, for sure. Hey, have you ever seen that SNL skit that's, uh Adam Driver was hosting? And it was basically him and one of the girls from SNL. They did a skit where they were those people who won, like, best costume design. And it was them just, like, going crazy at the Oscars. It's the funniest skit ever because, like, no one knows who they are, you know? And it's, like... Yeah. The whole skit is basically they just like get blackout drunk and go so crazy and all this stuff because they want an Oscar. <laughs> it's so, that's funny. so funny.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I-, I haven't seen it but I'll definitely watch it.
0: Yeah, I'll send you the link. It was super funny. Um yeah. so I guess the next thing I want to talk about that I thought was kinda unique about this Oscars was there wasn't a host. Did you like notice that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I- I definitely noticed that. Um, Yeah, it it was unique. I don't know how you feel. How do you feel like it played out? Did you like it?
0: I think for the structure of the Oscars currently as it stands to where they still put it on cable, it's still three and a half hours, they need a host to make the transition smoother. But I think they can structure it to where they don't need one.
1: Gotcha. You just don't think they pulled it off this time.
0: No, I don't think so. Because I didn't like that they had a celebrity come in to introduce a celebrity coming in to give the award to another celebrity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I get that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are all... That
1: really gets, takes your attention away. And plus, I feel like it can kind of do that with a host anyway.
0: Exactly. So,
1: like, I don't know. I I I think it's better with
0: a host. I I agree. agree. Bring Billy Crystal back.
1: Yes, best host (laughs) ever.
0: (laughs) Um, so I guess we can start getting into the categories. Something that I thought was interesting was I felt like this was a very predictable Oscars. Yeah. You know, like, best supporting I, I actor. Everyone knew it was going to be Brad Pitt. Everyone knew it was going to be Laura Dern. And yeah. the I guess the two big categories that really shocked me were Taika Waititi winning for best adapted screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. Um, yeah. That was insane to me just because literally everyone had written off that movie. I think it was kind of like a respect nomination that it got jojo rabbit everyone i heard talk about it like didn't like that movie and i was kind of convinced that the irishman was gonna win just because it didn't win any oscars yesterday isn't that crazy
1: yeah i know no and it was so well received by so many people yeah and it's kind Um, of an
0: oscar bait movie if you think about it yeah, honestly, I agree.
1: Yeah, they did a lot of innovative things, mm-hmm. technically. I felt like at least it should have, like, done really well in in, in those categories. But, yeah, no, you know. Crazy. De- definitely not the year for that. I know. For safety, I guess.
0: I know, I know. Um, okay, so let's get into the big categories. I just wanted to break down the big eight, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So we can start off with best original screenplay. So Parasite won, and yeah. this is famously Quentin Tarantino's award. Quentin Tar- Tarantino's won it twice before, and I heard he made a joke saying that if he wins it again this year, if he won it again this year, he wanted to get it renamed the Quentin Award because he's won it so many times.
1: That's
0: so funny. I know. He's a funny dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's great.
0: Yeah, Hello. so the other nominees were Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So what do you do? You think about Parasite winning for a screenplay?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like all the nominees in that category were definitely worthy. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Parasite definitely deserves it because of the complexity and the Mm themes, you know, and the layering, because you think about what a parasite is, you know, in the movie there's, like, there's a general parasite, and then there's a parasite within the parasite,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and just that layering, and then what they have to say about class, and the way that they balance all those statements with humor, uh, but also build a lot of tension. Like, I feel like it does so many things.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it, it still maintains, it doesn't it feel forced, and it maintains, um, you know, its quality. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, it's definitely the most impressive story. So, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that one for sure.
0: Interesting. Okay, so I want to make a quick disclaimer. I have actually not seen Parasite yet.
1: <laughs> okay, well, you're in for a treat.
0: I know. Well, it's in a weird time to where when I was going to make time to see it, it was out of theaters, but wasn't yet available to rent online. So I just like haven't gotten around to seeing it yet, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely watch it after this call because it's really good.
0: Yeah, but I will say I have seen every other nominee except for 1917 and Parasite. So everything else, I'm very credible. I promise. <laughs> I like
1: 1917 too. I definitely um, hope that you can get a chance to see that in the theaters. Yeah. it's really
0: good. Well, yeah. this may be a little sneak peek, but I might be doing a podcast about it
1: soon.
0: Oh, <laughs> a little oh, plug I'll there. To that one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So next is. Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. And this is the only little gripe I want to say. So, Little Women was my favorite movie of all time now. It was the best movie I've seen this year, in my opinion. I love this movie. Love it, love it, love it. And famously, the director, Greta Gerwig, didn't get nominated for Best Director. And if you've seen the movie, you will understand why. That movie is her mind. It's her medium. It's so clearly her at the helm of the ship. And I felt like it was really weird too. This is interesting about the presenters. So they got Natalie Portman, who has been very vocal about the lack of representation of female directors and women in Hollywood. She literally wore like a custom Dior cape that had all of the last names of all the women who should have been directed for... Best director in her opinion, like to the Oscars. She, like, it was crazy. Oh, wow. And it was her and then Timothy Chalamet, who's one of the stars of Little Women. So, whenever they got up there to present the award, I was like, wait, is Little Women going to win? Is this going to be like the consolation prize for them not nominating her? And then Jojo Rabbit won. And I was kind of like, what? <laughs> what happened? I don't get it. It's like. Jojo Rabbit?
1: Jojo Rabbit, yeah.
0: Um, I've seen parts of it. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing. It is a very interesting movie. I will say that. Yeah. And it's definitely very creative. But I think there's something to be said about the way Greta Gerwig just really took this book that has not only had four other major adaptations, but... Is one of the most beloved stories for like women since literally the 1850s, and made it her own movie that's extremely sure. successful. I don't know. I'm there's really something to be said, that. yeah. And it just kind of made me a little sad. Like I just wanted the love yeah. for Little Women, but.
1: And honestly, like what you're saying, everyone is sad. As far as Little Women is so good.
0: Yeah. Did like, you watch it?
1: I haven't watched it. I was gonna. I was gonna make that point, but. I've consistently heard from a lot of people that I wouldn't expect to enjoy a movie like that. Yeah. Say that surprisingly they really loved it.
0: Yeah. So. I think there's my take on Little Women is I think it's a little bit mismarketed to be portrayed as a film that's only for women. Once you watch it, it's yeah. for everyone. It is not this like super feminist like women are better um, than everyone. And I think it's marketed that way a little bit, so I think that's why maybe it didn't get as much appreciation as it should have, but I think you would really like it, Joe. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: I'm sure I would. Yeah. Um, I'm coming home next weekend, so I'm going to make you watch it.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm excited. Can't wait.
0: Can't wait. Okay, next category. Best Supporting Actor, Brad Pitt. Other nominees, Tom Hanks for... The Mr. Rogers movie, Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. So, to me, this was no contest. Brad Pitt deserves it through and through.
1: Yeah, I I thought he was really good. I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to say that he was, like, way better than everyone else. But I, I'm okay with this one, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I think Um, it's interesting, too, because when I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I thought it was Leo's movie, but then all the reviews are like, Brad Pitt is transcendent. I was like, this is the best Leonardo DiCaprio movie ever, in my opinion.
1: That's what I thought, too. I thought Brad Pitt was great. Yeah. Like, I definitely thought that. I was like, oh, man. I thought, I was like, Leo crushed it. Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt did amazing. This was a great movie. Um. I just think that Joaquin Phoenix is unbeatable, and maybe the supporting actor category doesn't have as much competition. Yeah, you know. Um, well,
0: I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think there's sure. a few people that probably should have been nominated for this. So I think you haven't seen it yet, but Timothy Chalamet and Little Women. To me, Timothy Chalamet's the next, like. Al Pacino. I think once you see him in a movie, you really—I cannot wait to see the the career he's had in the last two years. If he keeps going at this pace, he will be probably the greatest actor of all time. There's no doubt in my mind. Al Al Pacino? No, uh, Timothy Chalamet.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But
0: you need to watch Little Women, and once you do, I will like kind of explain a little bit why I think this. It's—I think it's hard to explain why I love Timothy Chalamet without if you haven't seen Little Women yet. Um, also, our boy Chris Cooper was in Little Women, and he was amazing.
1: Yeah, he's always amazing. He he is consistently good.
0: I know. And, and I really and,
1: love his work.
0: Exactly. And in Little Women, he's very much supporting. You know? It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, awesome. another one who I thought should have been nominated was Daniel Craig for Knives Out.
1: Yeah, I thought he was excellent. Right? Um,
0: very slept on.
1: Dad thought that his accent was silly. I thought it was really captivating.
0: But I thought it was silly in a way that makes the story better.
1: Yeah. You know? I, I think it definitely was interesting and made me want to watch it.
0: You yeah. Know? For sure. I really thought he should have been at least acknowledged. I think Knives Out got really, really slept on. It was so good, in my opinion. Um Also, I thought Matt Damon or Christian Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari should have gotten nominated, but I get that's a little bit more controversial, if that makes sense. so Yeah, um, Yeah, I
1: agree with you.
0: Right? Okay, so moving on, Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern, go off.
1: Okay, yeah, so this is probably one of my favorite moments of the entirety of the Oscars because... I actually was able to watch Marriage Story with the entire cast present doing Q&As.
2: hmm
1: And when I watched the movie, I, I wasn't, like, really impressed with the movie. No, I, mean, too,
0: I, I hate this movie. People
1: like it, but, I, yeah, I did not like it. Me neither. Um, I I don't know. It, uh, that, I guess that's another topic. But one thing I did say was Laura Dern was so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think it's very obvious for a lot of people. But she really just kind of nailed it. She had a lot of energy. She had a lot of confidence.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, what she was trying to portray, she really channeled into. Mm -hmm. Which was the kind of sassy, you know, lots of energy, steals the, the scene, kind of a lawyer. And it was unique. But, like, I do believe that there are people that are like that. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, like, she really deserved that. And I think a lot of people were sleeping on her, honestly.
0: Um. Yeah, I feel like this was one of the awards that was a little bit more, we can see Laura Dern winning, but it wouldn't be surprising if Scarlett Johansson won, or someone else won, you know? Um, yeah. But I... Also, I'm obsessed with Laura Dern. I love her. And I think this movie, it was perfect timing for her because it was a great role. And I think she's proven herself as an actress over and over and over again, being in so many movies that are are so important to our culture that it was just the perfect timing for me. She deserved it through and through.
1: Random question. Mm -hmm. Who would would you take over? Well, you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, but...
0: Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, versus Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. I've seen a lot of... Even though I haven't seen the whole movie, I've seen a lot of extended clips from it. And I've seen a lot of the the behind-the-scenes vignette things. And I can tell... I think Scarlett Johansson... This is my problem with Marriage Story, and I guess we can get into it a little earlier. But I hate that this movie... um, The characters don't have an arc they don't learn they're just entitled people who are facing divorce if that makes sense and they don't change they don't learn to me she doesn't give a good performance it's very there's a joke where you know that scene where she's dancing Mm -hmm. there's like a really big joke on twitter that's like Look at this woman dancing in a tampon commercial, and it's Scarlett Johansson dancing in Marriage Story. <laughs> yeah. That's just how I felt about the whole movie. She wasn't good. I didn't like that. I don't know. I just, I didn't like it at all. I didn't think it was convincing. I don't think it was a good story. I don't th- Have you seen Kramer vs. Kramer? Yeah. Exactly. This movie is bad Kramer vs. Kramer. Right. That's I just did not like this movie. I didn't like the praise. I didn't like that people said this is like real life. This is not like real life. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, real life is a lot more dramatic and
0: Yeah, and just- I'm sorry if you're getting a divorce with someone, you should not be as like affectionate and loving as Scarlett Johansson is with Adam Driver. She was like basically like still kissing him and doing all these things. I was like that's not realistic. For some a couple going through a divorce, they're never going to want to see each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If someone has an experience where they feel like it was super relatable, I'm not the one to tell you. You're wrong. I personally didn't like the film. Um, I thought if Laura Dern didn't win, Florence Pugh for Little Women should have won. And that's just my opinion on that. Yeah. Yeah, sorry I just ranted and went crazy. <laughs> no, it's okay.
1: I agree with you. Wait. Also, so um, for... I also thought Adam Driver was phenomenal in Marriage Story, even though I didn't like the movie.
0: I don't know the scene. The scene where they're screaming at each other is my least favorite scene, and that's the one that everyone yeah. loves. So I don't know if the I'm in the.
1: Where he like hit the wall?
0: Or yeah, something. I thought that was so yeah. like acting school over dramatic acting.
1: I don't know. Um, I think, well, yeah, I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. I love Adam Driver, too, so I don't want to shit on him too much, but um, I just didn't like that movie, personally. But if you have a different opinion, it's okay. I'm not always right about everything. I, I didn't
1: like the movie, but I thought he was good. I didn't like his character, and I didn't like how his character viewed the world.
0: Well, Um, I just I didn't like that they didn't grow. They didn't learn anything. They're still the same entitled, selfish people at the end.
1: It felt the same way. way.
0: Like, yeah, but that's not a story. Your characters don't grow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I didn't like it. Um, Also, you know who I was surprised didn't get nominated? Remember the little girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood who had that like one scene?
1: Yeah, yeah. She
0: was so good. It, like, I'm sorry, that over Kathy Bates and Margot Robbie. They should not have gotten nominated. That little girl should have. She's a big future. Um, okay, do you have any other? Oh, also with Laura Dern, the most important part thing we need to talk about her beautiful speech.
1: Yeah, I really liked the ending when she talked about her parents. Yeah. She's just such a sweetheart. Um, I don't know. And her mom was crying like I just really like her a lot.
0: Me I'm too. And also she did this thing that I really respect her for. She was in Little Women this year as well, so she thanked the director of Little Women in her speech.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't even notice that.
0: I know. She yeah. said, "Thank you so much Greta for everything you did." Um and I just really respected that she knew that that movie probably didn't get the recognition it deserved, so she took a chance, or, or took her platform, if that makes sense, like her opportunity to thank yeah. her. And that's just such a yeah. classy thing to do.
1: Very classy move, for sure. Love her! Ah! <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, moving on. Best actor, Joaquin Phoenix. To me, slam dunk. Killed it.
1: I really liked his speech, too. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Can we talk no, about that for I a think, second? The speech?
1: Yeah, it was a little long.
0: But it was just weird. It was. I liked the ending when he talked about River Phoenix, but...
1: Yeah, I liked that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked a lot of it. I think it was too long. And the whole thing with the cow was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. If you took that out of it, I think it was pretty good. Um, I mean... He talked about things that I feel like a lot of people talk about. Mm -hmm. But he kind of, like, centralized it. And he spoke about it very eloquently. And I love that he was positive about it. Mm -hmm. You know, he was saying, like, look, I made mistakes. People make mistakes. The pinnacle of humanity is forgiving people and understanding that people can change. Yeah. I agree with that. And I think that's a very unique statement. And I think Hollywood needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't, like, going against anything that Hollywood stood for. Mm-hmm. He was just like adding a ripple to it. And I don't know.
0: I, I thought it was incredibly insightful and profound. And You're I, right. I, with it. Yeah, yeah, I think the theme but, but, of it, and you could tell he was genuinely very grateful and yeah. understood the significance of winning best actor.
1: And he was very well spoken. Mm-hmm. I just think it was like excessive. And parts of it were like just, you know extra. Mm -hmm. That wasn't needed. Yeah. But, all in all, I loved it. Yeah.
0: So, so this was a pretty good category, I would say. I was kind of surprised Robert De Niro wasn't nominated.
1: Yeah.
2: But, I don't know. I don't
1: think he should have been nominated, to be honest. Really? Yeah, and and mainly just because, it's not really his fault, but the thing with that movie, um, the movie being The Irishman, Mm -hmm. That really bothered me about Robert De Niro. And it's not really his fault. I just think he's so old that he's trying to do more than he can do. Mm -hmm. Like, in terms of movement, you know, he looks young and vigorous, but he moves so, like, an old man. Yeah. Like, I think what he should have done to prepare for that role is focus on his, his movement. Like, take a yoga class or something. Like <laughs> get rid of the stiffness for a while. Mm-hmm. Focus on that, because that really took away from the movie for me, it was just how he moved around. Yeah. You know, because you had these scenes where he was supposed to be, like, super passionate and, you know, and he was, like, fighting people or whatever, and it just wasn't very convincing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of took away from the experience of the movie for me.
0: No, I under. I agree. I didn't personally like the Irishman, and I think that was one of the big reasons too. Yeah, was it was too distracting for me the the CGI, and then I think they did a thing too where they wouldn't CGI like their hands. You can always tell someone's age by their hands, so they'd have this yeah. like young face and then kind of like wrinkly body. I just I just
1: think that it would have been a great creative decision. To mm-hmm. sort of model the character around the physical limitations. Like, make him, even though it's based on a real person, mm-hmm. just shoot a lot of scenes where he would be more relaxed and he wouldn't have to do a lot of crazy stuff. Right. And I think that would have helped it a lot more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For sure. To sort of like support that. Otherwise, it just, it's just kind of ruins the movie,
0: to be honest. Yeah, for me yeah. as well. I liked the movie, I, I liked I liked it, but
1: it just, I didn't have that magical experience that you can have watching a movie, mm-hmm. when it's invisible, and you just, nothing distracts you because it all works together, cohesively, mm-hmm. it didn't have that because of that small limitation, and that just kind of was a shame for me, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I agree with you though, um... Also, another one that I think should have been nominated was Matt Damon or Christian Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari. I really like that you know, movie. And Christian uh, Bale... excellent. Right? And I think Christian Bale, to me, is a hit-or-miss actor. I think when he hits, he hits hard. But when he misses, to me, it's just, like, average. And in Ford versus Fer- Ferrari, he killed it, in my opinion.
1: I agree. I think sometimes he just looks like he's trying too hard. Yeah. And focused on the wrong things. For like sure. Gaining weight or losing weight for a role. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it really works. Sometimes you can tell that was his focus rather than the character or whatever the character was trying to accomplish. Yeah. I one thousand
0: percent agree with you.
1: Yeah. And I feel like in this movie that was not the case.
0: No. Um, yeah. so that kind of made me sad. I thought they were really good. Overall I think this category was probably pretty good. Leo definitely deserved to be nominated. Adam Driver like we said, so pretty good overall. Yeah. Um uh, moving on, best actress. Renée Zellweger. I thought this was horrible. She should not have won. This was her second Oscar and this is really the role she was going to win her second Oscar for like ugh, I don't know. I didn't like it.
1: Yeah, I don't really have an opinion on that. I didn't really see too many of the nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, with a few exceptions, I think, I don't know, I, I don't find it as impressive when someone wins an Oscar for playing a real person. Yeah. Usually, just because a lot of the focus is more on, you know, were they able to imitate, like, Certain qualities of the person's behavior. Yeah. Rather than come up with something inventive that was different and unique and memorable.
2: Especially That's kind
1: of like takes away the creativeness, you
0: know? Yeah, especially for a Hollywood icon like Judy Garland, like playing her. You're just doing something she's you know what I mean? They're not adding more to it. Yeah. Um Right. Yeah, I think personally. Saoirse Ronan for Little Women should have won, but again, I'm very biased because I love that
1: movie. <laughs> um, I really need to see that movie, I dude. Like that's the theme of the of this conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I literally did a whole podcast about it. I can I can talk about it for thirty years, but other actors. I'm,
1: I'm excited to see you for so many reasons when you come visit, <laughs> but that's one of them.
0: Oh my gosh, for stop! Me. I'm gonna cry. One of
1: many. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so other actresses that I think should have been nominated. I think this category kind of was not very strong this year, but there were a lot of strong performers. So number one for me was Lupita Nyong'o for Us. That's
1: what everyone says.
0: Yeah. Joe, have you seen it? It's incredible. Her acting in that movie is... So obviously if you know the plot of the movie, it's like Lupita Nyong'o and then a double... Like inverted version of Lupita Nyong'o's character. It's like a mirror kind of thing, where she's playing two characters, and one of them is completely crazy and psycho and insane. Just the physical mannerisms and the way she got her voice to literally transform
1: was released at the wrong time. If they wanted to win the Oscar,
0: yeah, and I think that has something to do with. I think it has something to do with the Academy's attitude towards Jordan Peele. I think they gave him the original screenplay Oscar for Get Out, so in their minds, they're like, we already did you good, you don't need another thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I just think that if you release a movie at the beginning of the year,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: far away from Oscar season,
2: mm-hmm.
1: people are, it's going to lose momentum, and people are going to forget about it.
2: Yeah. They for sure. less
1: likely. You know what I mean? For
0: sure. I, well, that's obviously true. But um, also, I think Ana de Armas for Knives Out should have also gotten nominated. Like, the main girl from Knives Out. Mm-hmm. She was so good. I really liked that performance. And I think she's going to be a really big star. She's in No Time to Die. So cool. she's the next Bond girl.
1: No, i excited about that,
0: yeah. I, I know. So she's yeah. going to be a big deal. And then also, I recently watched Midsummer. And Florence Pugh, who's the main girl, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for *Little Women*, but I really think she had a shot for Best Actress for *Midsummer*. Did you? I, I really I liked *Midsummer*.
1: I want to see it. Uh, my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies in the last five years, was um, what was the, the other movie? *Hereditary*. Mentioned? *Hereditary*. Shot. <laughs> oh, what a movie! I know. I know. I'm sure I would love this summer. I just haven't gotten around to it yet.
0: That's yeah, one we
1: can watch when you visit.
0: For sure, I really like that movie. It's very slow, I will say, and I think the payoff isn't as great as Hereditary. But Is it hereditary. I have not. I'm too scared.
1: <laughs> you can, no, you can't watch it. It's watch it in the daytime. <laughs> you can watch it with me if you want. It's so good.
0: Okay, we'll do, but I really did like Midsummer. So, I have a feeling if I loved Midsummer, I would like Hereditary. Yeah,
1: people say Hereditary is infinitely better. So, Interesting. I'm sure you would love
0: Hereditary. <laughs> okay, so moving on, the big one, best director, Bong Joon-ho. I 100% knew he was going to win this. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah.
0: For sure. Um uh, That's all I have to say about that guy. Um, Class act. Oh, yeah, his speech for Best Director, incredible. Incredible. The fact that he got everyone to give Marty the standing ovation is such a class act. Yeah. Yeah,
1: just, I mean, that says a lot about the guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, man, he crushed that movie. And not always Corsese, but everybody, you know. He was very complimentary. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people should be like, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a supportive community um, that uplifts everyone. exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: Movies are about teamwork. Oh, that was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's good to honor the, the group rather than the individual.
0: That's true. Um, also notable, who else was nominated? Marty, Tarantino, Todd Phillips, and Sam Mendes. I heard a lot of people say they thought Sam Mendes was going to win. But, kind of worked out, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a phenomenal director. It's not his last run. He's going to be
0: back, so. Yeah, and then other people, I think, who should have gotten nominated, um... Greta Gerwig, obviously, like we said, that was a big scandal that she didn't get nominated. Because there's always this complaint in Hollywood that there's not enough representation of women and directors and best pictures and all these different things. But personally, I think the case is, is that there's not enough female directors who make great movies. You know? There just isn't that big of a correlation. And I'm sure that's more of a systemic problem. But this was shocking because this was generally a movie that she deserved to get nominated for, and she didn't, and I think it was, like, a big shock. Um, but it got nominated for Best Picture, so compensation there. Um, yeah. Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story. I was surprised it didn't get nominated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not a
2: fan
1: of that movie. Yeah. I agree with you. You know, he had something unique to say. Yeah, and he did a good job capturing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, good for him. Yeah. But, you know, I
0: don't know. For sure. And then Jordan Peele get, didn't get nominated. But like you said, that was probably a timing thing. Because that movie is very so. well directed.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, also... That
1: a little bit what you had said about him already, you know, getting the cake.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, I don't know, I'm not an Academy voter, so... Um, Also, Sam Mangold for Ford vs. Ferrari. That movie is also very extremely well directed, and I was kind of surprised he didn't get nominated. Um, Cool. So, we were just wrapping up the best director category. The call dropped for some reason. Overall, I think very well deserved. Would you agree?
1: Yes. Yes. A million percent. What the guy accomplished is so impressive. And honestly,. To do what he did in another language mm-hmm. and just still achieve the acclaim that he had speaks volumes about his capabilities as a director mm-hmm. and his ability to express his vision through
2: visuals and creative means. Mm-hmm. And that's
1: just for me; it's undeniable.
0: For sure. Also, have you seen any of his other movies?
1: I haven't, but I want to now. Okay,
0: so he made a really good movie with Chris Evans, like, four years ago, called Snowpiercer. It's on Netflix. It's a movie, it's like a sci-fi movie about the Earth, like, froze over, and the last, like, part of humanity is on this train that never stops, but each car is, like, a different class, so you have, like, the really low class who keeps the train going, and then, like, the High Class. And it's a great movie. Um, That came out in, like, 2013. Really good. And then, have you ever heard of this movie called Okja?
1: No, I haven't.
0: So, Bong Joon-ho was also one of the big, big uh, early directors to sign on to make original Netflix movies. So, he made a movie called Okja, like, two years ago. That a lot of my friends watched, and it made them go vegetarian. Oh, that's
2: funny.
0: Yeah, it's a movie about this, like, mythical creature. And it's, like, this little girl's pet. It's, like, the cutest thing. And basically, like, these, like, meat factory people discover the animal and realize it's delicious. So they want to breed it and manufacture. So it's a really... Those two movies I'd, like, seen before, and I thought they were really good. So, whenever I heard Parasite was coming out, I was, like, actually really excited about it. Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: Yeah, he's, like, an up-and-coming. He, and that's what I liked about him thanking Quentin, too, in his speech. Like, Quentin always put his movies on, like, his top ten of the year whenever they would come yeah. out. Like, ten years ago. So, it was kind of nice that he thanked him for that in his speech. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Snow, nice. Snowpiercer and Oakja, I would really, really recommend very good movies. Okay,
1: cool. I also want to make a real quick point in saying that even though I love Toy Story Four, mm-hmm. I was a little a little disappointed that Missing Link didn't win.
0: Really? I know. I didn't see that, but it's the people who made uh...
1: Charlie Brown and
0: No. Didn't they do The Last String? What was that called?
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um... Kubo. Kubo. Yeah, I love Kubo. Kubo's,
0: like, one of my favorite movies. I know, it's so good.
1: And didn't they make the, the Charlie Browns, the Peanuts movie?
0: That I don't know. Sorry, I can't fact-check. Oh,
1: regardless. I mean, that's <laughs> highly impressive. Loved Missing Link. Did Kubo win? No. I
2: don't
1: think it did. No. It should have. It was definitely it nominated. Rob constantly. <laughs> Missing Link was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I like Toy Story yeah. 4. It didn't blow me away. I do too. I do too. Yeah.
1: I do too. I do too. I do too.
0: Um, I'm That's glad you brought that up, one. though. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So the last one, big one, Best Picture. This was really crazy that Parasite won, in a good way. I
1: know.
0: It's yeah. so crazy. Because the big thing that shocked me, that I don't think people understand, is this winning Best Picture, Parasite, literally changes the science for predicting who's going to win, what category, you know? How
1: so?
0: Normally you have Oscar bait movies that are like 1917, aren't very political, World War II, good guy, bad guy, and that normally always wins, right? There's very few upsets. But with not only an original story from an international director, and the movie's not even in English, that just like throws everything you think about the traditional Academy like voting system out the window. Yeah, it's very impressive. I know. And I think the Academy has obviously been very scrutinized for a lot of different things, and I think this is a very good sign of progress in terms of people voting for the actual actual best movie. Because the way the Academy works a lot of times, most of the voters don't see all the movies nominated, so they don't always get the you know, biggest opinion. A lot of times they'll look at the actors and just vote based on that. So right. I think this was genuinely, like, the best movie won, you know?
1: For sure. For sure. Totally agree with
0: you. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Like we said earlier, 19, uh, 2019, a great year for movies. This was a really good best picture race.
1: I think so. I really liked a lot of the movies this year.
2: Me and too. I
1: consistently went to the cinema. And I realized how fun it is Mm -hmm. to just enjoy watching a movie on a big screen and getting away from reality. Yeah. Thinking about reality differently or escaping from, you know, the everyday life that you have and exploring something new. I don't know. I'm a big fan of coming to the movies, so.
0: No, it's literally my favorite thing to do. Just, like, sitting there with a yeah. big tub of popcorn and just shutting off your brain oh, for yeah. two hours.
1: Especially now that they have those movie theaters with the weather couches <laughs> that you can just, like, lay down on. Those are the best.
0: Dude, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this year was stacked for movies. I think, personally, obviously, besides Little Women, I've already dissected that to death. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is probably my next favorite movie.
1: Yeah, I, I mean... I like Ford vs. Ferrari.
0: Oh, I know. I love that movie, too. I really think that one just a lot... not enough people saw.
1: Yeah, and I love that. I love Parasite. I love Toy Story 4. I love Missing Link. Yeah. There
0: Joker? So, so good.
1: Joker. Yeah, I mean... This is... Uh, I, I don't know. I I, I love
0: it. Me too. And honestly, last year was a very big disappointment. If you look at the movies that came out last year, there's no contest how exponentially better this year was. So right. I'm glad that movies yeah. aren't dead, if that makes sense.
1: Totally. And you know what? Um, I want to make a quick point mm-hmm. that I think you'll agree with. You know, it wasn't that long ago that we switched from film to digital. Right. And I think when that first happened, people were so enamored by the technical aspects of digital Mm -hmm. that, like, the stories were really weak. You know, we have movies like Avatar that you know, we sort of forget about the foundation of a movie, which is story, acting, writing and now that I think we're more used to the technical aspects of
2: digital Mm
1: -hmm. we're sort of, like, coming back to really perfecting those uh foundational qualities
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i feel like the movies are really 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 taking off because of
0: that dude i agree i 100 percent agree um also if you think about it a lot of the people working right now because of just the way how studios are set up and now that you don't have people like Weinstein at the head of every company being so strict and having the rise of independent studios like A24. um, I really think you're seeing a renaissance of great directors and filmmakers, of people who really know how to put together a story.
1: Yeah, and hopefully writers. Yeah. You know, writing, I think, is the skeleton of, of every great movie. And you can't have. You know, um, you can't have a house without a foundation,
2: Mm -hmm. and it's just so critical,
1: and they get no respect, no appreciation, no money. I know. And um, I think that's one of the most underappreciated aspects of filmmaking, and it seems like it's been improving a lot, Mm -hmm. so hopefully uh, that'll continue.
0: Another reason why I love Little Women, I literally sat down and read the entire script, and it is perfect. It's such a well-written script. It's incredible. I'm oh,
1: it is. I know. I'm
0: excited to see it. Yay! Okay, so basically those are all the thoughts I had about this year's Oscars. Do you have anything you want to add? Things I looked over? Uh, I'm trying to think.
1: Well, you know, hopefully moving forward we can have some more movies uh like we did this year because, yeah yeah what a spectacular year
0: i know well
1: i actually just got a tuxedo i went to a wedding <laughs> recently and um that made me want to like pull it out mm-hmm. bow tie and everything but uh i'd pretty much be in my in my bedroom doing that so, <laughs> <kind of pointless.
0: laughs> no i love it well anyway yeah. thank you so much for talking to uh, me yeah
2: thanks for having me
0: Of course. Well, anyway, I love you and I hope you have a great day. Okay. I'll I'll see you later. Of course. Love you. Bye. Bye. So that was it. The Oscars. The most glamorous night of the year. I really, really enjoyed doing this and I can't wait to do more movie reviews. So, for whoever is listening to this, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day and I hope you had a great Oscars. Hopefully, you were happy with the results. I know I was. Bye.